me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement uh, starting today's show by doing the music portion of the CJ Morgan show because we have new music. And although we've been playing a lot of like very, very new young artists like Cannon's Girl in Red, uh, Last Dinner Party, there's there's also some uh, favorites coming back. And we got new Pearl Jam today. And I did not realize. Rad. How big, you know, I know, Pearl, I know Pearl Jam's a big thing, right? but it wasn't until ACL Fest a couple years ago, the mud one, when I was like, oh, Pearl Jam is on an iconic level, yeah, yeah. as they should be. But to me, I was like, it's hard to put a band there when, you know, like if I'm thinking of Neil Young or something like that, like that have played, been the headliners at ACL Fest. I'm like, oh yeah, they're the old man iconic band, but Pearl Jam's iconic. And when I grew up, there were there were two camps in my school when it came to music. There were the kids, and again, we were all into alternative, but there were their Nirvana kids, which I was, you know, kind of the more angsty, rat tail, trailer wow, trash really? kids like me. There were the Nirvana kids and the Pearl Jam kids. The Pearl Jam kids were maybe a little more heady, a little more That's weird. Brooding. I thought that was the same camp. I thought Pearl Jam and Pearl, Nirvana were the no, same dude, camp. Not, not in, not, I know, but not in my group of friends, because those are probably the two biggest of the grunge. You know, Y'all arguably just, Nirvana the biggest, but they're, 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 they're the, the ones that like Nirvana, which are the little more depressy aggro elementary school kids, and the little more, like, thinking moody kids were into Pearl Jam. There, there were those two groups. And although I've always liked Pearl Jam, Black is one of my favorite breakup songs. Vitalogy was one of my favorite Pearl Jam albums, which a lot of people oh, didn't man. totally dig. I know it's slower, but Better Man is one of my favorites because one of the lyrics confuse people apparently, and yeah. they think it's a good song for a wedding. For a wedding, it's a sad yeah, song. I always talk about it. Yeah, you <laughs> don't really want to. You don't want to play that at the wedding. <laughs> uh, but it was actually at ACL Fest at that mud year when I realized uh, the power and pull of Pearl Jam because I was like, "There's no way people are going to stay this late and get down in there." And it was. It was packed. Yeah. It was insane because they closed off the rest of the park. And then a couple of years later, I uh, got to see Pearl Jam again when they did two weekends. I did the second one, went up to the front, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, this is an incredible live band. Still, they still have it. And it's dumb and weird to say, like, I get Pearl Jam, you know, after uh, having been listened to, listening to them for look, 30 man, years. You were in Camp Nirvana, I guess, and you, you didn't want to see the light that is the Pearl Jam's. Well, you know what? It's not called that. I'm sorry I said that. I've, like I've that. mostly seen that that light. Uh, but we got new music from him. And I want to start doing a thing called Ass or Pass. Okay. What? And it's basically oh, okay. when we play new music, <laughs> I want to leave it up to the listener to tell us if it's Ass or Pass. And here's the deal why I'm bringing up so much of this Pearl Jam lore is because I feel like as fans of music of a certain band or whatever, sometimes we can be... So stuck in our way that we're not going to admit that this new Green Day, whatever, long time around band song sucks. So I want to know for the real Pearl Jam heads okay. or the casual fans, all like, right. are you going to judge this accordingly? Okay. You all right? And I hear it rocks. Do we so get we're going to gonna find out. To, yes, we get to play Ass yeah. or Pass. Uh, let's start now. Brand new one from Pearl Jam. Uh, it's called Dark Matter on 101X. And let me know. 
It's Fat Tuesday, or as they say in the French Quarter, the beads. Today's the greatest because it's Fat Tuesday. I was actually going to work on an impression of uh, a French person. Or? No, no, someone, someone that I thought might be a New Orleans, New Orleans resident. During uh, Fat Tuesday, but instead I just did a drunk person. Because that's that's today. Today's Fat Tuesday, the last day to celebrate before Ash Wednesday and Lent. And uh, do you go, guys know why I think it's called Fat Tuesday in this in this episode of Half-Ass History? Why you think it's called Fat Tuesday or why it's called Fat Tuesday? That's not a bad one. I but live- that's more like, that's not like in New Orleans, though. That's like the kind of Bayou guys. That's where I live, though. Oh, okay. You're the Bayou. You come up from Bayou. You're a coon ass that came into the big city to party. Chad, you know I grew up Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want to go to New Orleans, now there's two, like, there's like four dialects in New Orleans, really. Yeah, yeah. There's one that where you can hear from somebody and they almost sound East Coast. And then there's the. Sorry, I've been quiet. I'm just impressed. I keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let the music stop. Well, so that's all I can do. Okay. I'm out. I'm out. So, no, wow. I know cowboy style. <laughs> well, why do you think they call so, it Fat huh? Tuesday? Uh, Do you really not know? Well, I'm. I got so much. It's good the day food. that you were supposed to gorge as much as you could That's because it. tomorrow yeah, yeah. is Ash Wednesday. Uh, it's back in the uh, medieval times, I don't really use that uh, term necessarily, but they would, yeah, they would eat all the stores of like meat and things that they were going to give up for Lent or had to give up for Lent, and so you didn't want it to go bad, so you would have a big feast. But now it seems Fat Tuesday is uh, Drunk Tuesday. Is dude, there were celebrations going on two weeks ago in the quarter has it just turned into was it always a yes. two-week thing okay no see that, it's always been longer than two weeks okay see that's that's what i wasn't sure about because i know when i was in college we went like the week before and that's when i kind of thought it started and we were down there not on fat tuesday but like i said a week before but yeah it seems it's uh I, it's I a grew up as, a, as a young kid i was in lafayette and even in lafayette you would make pilgrimages i don't know any other word to give it You'd all hop on a school bus and you would go over to New Orleans, uh, usually the month out, and you'd start going. To, now, remember, while it is a huge party, it's also one of the best times uh, of the year for philanthropy. There's all kinds of people raising money for charities and a bunch of these events and balls and what have you. There are different parties and people culturally getting together, a lot of food. Mm. There is a r- religious uh, context to all this, too. Oh, it, I mean, that's the start of it for a lot of, <laughs> of people. Of course, yeah. Uh, I also like the way that in Texas specific, because you also grew up in the Valley, in the South. Yeah, that, I've grown up in a lot of weird places. That, that there's uh, there's been a blending of like this kind of French New Orleans culture and like Hispanic culture and, and a lot of crossover in in the kind of celebration leading up. I mean, I guess it's, Wait, it's Catholic the, culture is what you could say. Yeah. But just the way that there's there's kind of like a lot of similarities with uh, with these these two fun traditions. And of course, we have the king cake. Mm-hmm. That uh, someone brings every week, and you get to eat the baby Jesus inside. But to me, don't, don't eat the baby Jesus. You're not supposed to eat the baby Jesus. I no. thought that's how you become a god. No, just long as the baby. <laughs> if, you, if you eat the king cake, and you get the baby no, Jesus. If you just want to find you're the supposed baby to eat Jesus, the king, right? You get all the power. <laughs> but today's the last day to celebrate before uh, before Lent, and I thought since this is our last uh, today's the greatest before Lent, Ash Wednesday. What are we actually planning on giving up? Um, really, I. 
didn't see you as being a devout Catholic, CJ. Yeah. No, I'm not. It's just popular to do it right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to give up uh, doing a good show, a good radio show. That's easy for oh, me. Oh, man. You can't <laughs> give up something you've never had. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Son of a beasting. <laughs> No, Whoa, think, you're giving up cussing. No, think about that for a day. I really, I really want to see, and it. I don't want to do it mockingly of uh, this tradition, but I right. want to do something fun that we give up, not like nicotine or alcohol, but you know, just something kind of dumb and fun that we each give up tomorrow, and we kind of see how uh, if we can make it 40 days. Uh, okay. Well, hello there, podcast listener. It's time for your super secret keyword. Uh, today's podcast registration entry to win tickets to Vampire Weekend. Oh, yeah. Text me the keyword Burt Reynolds because I'm the Burt Reynolds of radio. Burt Reynolds to 512-835-115. And only amongst those that text that keyword that listen to this podcast will be entered to win Vampire Weekend tickets. Did your baby even lift, bro? Hey, baby, how much you pump, bro? <laughs> It's time for parent pickup. Did baby forget leg day? I hope not. Looks like it, though. The little skinny, squabbly, fat sticks. Hey, it's a parent pickup with Matt Bearden. A new mom has uh, really stirred up the internet. Uh, she's uh, had a baby for six months, and she's decided it's time to return to the gym. No, this isn't the regular stirrup you'd see where it was an, an argument about there's too much pressures put on a mom to return to her old body or anything like Look that. Look good, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not that at all. Uh, she brought her baby, her six-month-old baby, to the gym. Which is the kind of gym that has like a lot of those boxes that you jump up onto and oh. tires and ropes. Mm. And um, she's like, hey, I'm at the gym with, with my baby. And um, also she lays the baby down on the floor nice. while she does a lot of exercises. She spreads out a blanket with some toys and has the baby on the so floor. So she's like a cave mom. This is what she would have had to do to survive and run from tigers back Probably. in the day. Um, but the gym's gross. Yeah, and I'm wondering how you guys. I thought, who better to talk to about this than two than guys two that don't other go to the, single dudes that don't have kids? Than two babies. I'll yeah. say this: it's a great deterrent if you want to go up and talk to a woman in the gym. Not that I've ever done that, but I have seen a lot of it. I like that. That's the first yeah, place you brought your brain went, though. <laughs> See, I, a lot right there. I disagree. I, that to me says, "Oh, hey, she, is that she, your baby? <laughs> is that what you think?" No, it, say, it says she puts out. Uh, Look, <laughs> damn. I think it's important after you have a kid not to lose your life. I mean, to try to not to lose her life. She's hanging on to her old, previous, uh, childless life and thinking that there's going to be some crossover. Uh, the wake-up call will come for her soon enough when she realizes, no, a child means you just restart your life at that point. But um, I, there are people walking around with barbells. There's a bunch of dudes. I, I just feel that maybe it's not the safest place in the world yeah, I mean, to lay a baby down on baby. the, the <laughs> rubber floor of the gym. One of my friends, but her daughter is like five, though, and she takes her to her kickboxing. I see her doing it on like her Instagram stories, but her daughter knows to like move away from people. Go read or, a book. Or, you know, just play some near gyms, her mom. Some gyms have little daycares, but here's the deal. Two things. One... If this is like a smaller gym that's like really only like five people there, no, and this you know is how they a, have some of those, but it, it doesn't seem like that. This looks like a giant CrossFit gym. And I'm the, looking at pictures of it, and I, I'm looking. I'm not here to criticize. The other problem I have is uh, I'm guessing that the reason we're talking about this is because she's saying, "Hey, look at me," and taking pictures and posting them, and that's Correct. why people are like, Correct. "Why are you bringing your baby Correct. to the gym?" So it's kind of like Correct. if you're if you're doing some kind of dumb. And you know it's probably not a great idea. There's got to be a part of her that knows it's not a great idea. There is a weird thing that happens with 
It's a very small percentage, but some moms have decided that they're the first people that have ever had children ever. And they like to scold, <laughs> I think, other mothers. And I, I've watched it happen over and over again. And some sure. of you out there who have parents, I mean, who have children, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You may want to write me a letter, but you know darn well you have seen the people that have tried to scold you for your parenting without scolding you directly. Look at what a wonderful parent I am. Oh, sure. My whole personality is my wonderful parenting. Is me being a parent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, um, well, I like to do this for my... You know, that's I, fine. I, I, yeah. But now I'm at the gym, and uh, you're now impeding on, on my gym time. Sure. If your baby's on the... Floor. floor. Right. I guess that's a huge it's issue. It's a dangerous situation. Maybe if there was a bassinet. Look, I'm not saying that she shouldn't and that there shouldn't be time for parents with their kids at the gym. There should be a moment where she can go and talk to the gym and say, hey, could yeah. we find like a Tuesday mornings and we could invite a lot of moms up here and we can have an area for the babies and maybe we can have one person that's looking at, you know what I mean? Something like that. Um, having kids walk around the gym, there's a reason that most gyms are 18 and over anyway. Sure. It's not really just for the liability. It's not a it's safe gonna, space. And I don't want to accidentally elbow one in the face. I don't want to <laughs> ting a kid in the head with a barbell. And let me just say this again. Gyms are gross. Gyms are disgusting. If you work out at a gym, I think there's yeah. something wrong with you Whoa. because you are able to get used to and and enjoy that smell. You know, maybe it's because I wrestled for so long that I hate the smell of mats and sweats and gyms. It's disgust- so gross, It's disgusting me, especially if there's one that has a pool, so you're also getting that over-chlorinated. But it is yeah, now mix the in, most now disgusting, mix in weird... mill and dirty diapers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Add the baby smell to <laughs> yeah. all that. Like, Thanks, lady. And, this place already stinks and enough. Then, <laughs> who do you think are the bigger babies when they're sick, men or women? We have the data and results. We'll get to that in a second. But I just uh, probably three weeks ago got over being sick. Matt, you're kind of in the midst of being sick. Yeah, I got something growing inside of my chest. I like from the Alien movie. It's sick season, and it absolutely sucks. And uh, I've got some tips and tricks I'll share with you to try to not get sick Ooh, I still need to that get have my, helped me. My COVID booster so I can keep getting the 5G signals in my brain. Oh, that's why the internet here sucks. And yeah. I, I couldn't watch the Super Bowl on the, the big screen. I couldn't see Travis uh, Kelsey doing some that explain- jab commercials because <laughs> the internet's gone down. That explains why my stream was off for the Super Bowl the other day. That makes sense. Well, uh, we got the data. It turns out uh, of 2,000 people surveyed, which... It's not a lot of people, but I think we all know the answer to this. Men are bigger babies. Yeah, Uh, probably. We are much bigger babies when we're sick. Um, Maybe it's the need to call for mama. Maybe it's because mothers are much more nurturing to their little baby boys. I don't know what it is, but, uh, yeah, when I get sick, I get real dependent on, like, wanting to be like, "Uh," at least if it's not (laughs) having someone get me water, get me stuff, I at least want my girlfriend to hear me kind of whine and just be like, oh, I'm feeling good. I at least want that. Hey, at least you're honest enough to admit that. Uh, Sympathy, like, oh, it's okay, honey. Yeah, yes, (laughs) and maybe some water, but also, like, in the, uh, and and the problem is, is my girlfriend's not a super nurturer because all the dumbass improv and comics and coworkers she has, she has to like take care of them and their BS. <laughs> so she doesn't have any left for me. She's out of it by the time that you're you've gotten ill. Not to mention I've probably exhausted a lot of it. Yeah. But uh, it turns out in the survey, a lot of women say they want to be left alone. They, when they're sick, when they don't feel well, again, this is according to some dumbass survey, uh, they want to, they, they don't touch me, don't be in here with me, don't like leave me alone, I don't feel good. Okay. And I kind of feel like maybe with my girlfriend, that's kind of 
the same thing. Like, I'll get her water. I listen. I try to be there when she needs me, but I kind of feel like she doesn't want to. She feels gross and doesn't want to be touched, dude. My mother was so great to me when I was a kid. Mine too. I got to watch Indiana Jones and get McDonald's and drink crackers. So great. Is that what it is? I watch my wife take care of my son now. Uh oh! Oh, he's a baby boy. Him, oh no! Boy, does she hate it Wait, when I'm sick. So like, this I think is all she, our mom's fault. Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. women. God. And, and I think my I think my wife resents it when I get sick. Like I think if I start to go <clears throat> a little bit, she goes. She gets <sighs> mad at me. She's oh, mad that I'm man, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not my precious. How baby is boy. she when she's sick? Does she want to be like? Is there any Here's validity what, to you this? You want to know what the really aggravating thing is? She keeps working. My wife never gets sick. Whoa. She has the immune system of a. Something that has a strong immune system. I don't know. I was going to look for some kind of metaphor there, but I, I can't call her find an it. ox. <laughs> okay, she has a, she has the immune system of an ox. Don't a call big, her. giant, heavy, thick. Just a. I'm must. a baby for and certain. She's, it's insane. She never gets sick. I'm kind of a baby, but only when it's two different types of illnesses. When my stomach is really hurting, because oh, it hurts. never hurts. Yeah, I, I never hurts, and I never get headaches. So when it's one, of I those don't get two headaches things, either. Uh, that that's me. Like I don't know how to deal with it because it's never happened. Aside from like medicine, you take medicine, whatever. But when I get like COVID, when I had that, no big deal. Yeah, my, I've been alone for so long recently. I'm just like used to yeah. it. I guess. Yeah, my, my wife got COVID. She was like, <coughs> "Oh, well, that was annoying." I was like, "What?" She was like, "That COVID I just had." <laughs> she kicked it in like yeah, yeah, 48 just, hours. Just, just, no, it wasn't even that long. Dude. I don't think it was that long. I it really sucks. Yeah. yeah, I'm a. I'm a. She's I'm, a carrier. Dude, I am a goddamn baby and. I know when I broke my spine, and it was such weird pain, and you would, okay. it was almost, Let's get you you're, definitely, you're definitely a baby when you say, when I broke my spine. Yeah, I, I got banged. Can we cut you a little slack for that, at least? Well, <laughs> like, you didn't exactly break your spine, right? <laughs> uh, no, I got banged. I got into a fight, and some dude broke me. But, I mean, no, it didn't happen. But I, Thank I, you. I had a... I'm just saying that might be part of the, well, I don't know why she thinks I'm a baby. And it's because you took this back accident and turned it into when I broke my spine. It hurt, yeah. all right? Yeah. But I, I remember <laughs> I couldn't get comfortable, and I was groaning. And then I, like, did something to where, like, I had that sharp pain, and I started crying. And uh, it was <laughs> oh, just man. like... Well, that hurts, dude. Come it on. does, but I just... If had she not been there, I don't think I would have cried. I think it was the crying uh, because I want to be swaddled. Honey, come rub my bag. Yeah. I, I, I think women. I've def- I don't. I could be wrong, but I think a lot of women have higher pain tolerance as well. I could be incorrect about that. In fact, let me get on that. We don't know that. Well, I. I also had. Uh, you know, this is. I. I did have an ex that was maybe a little too much. Like if I was. It was kind of like, oh, man, I feel a cough coming on. She'd be like, oh, my God, let me get you some soup and let me tickle your back. Ooh. And so I would kind of lean <laughs> into it. If I wasn't really, if I was fine, but I was just like, ah, allergies today, I would lean into it because I would get a back scratch and, and, and some of that crap. Women handle it a lot better than we do. Actually, 80% agree that they say they handle being sick better than most guys. True, true. All right, I think we've reached it. Uh, My girlfriend and I have a compromise of how to spend time together. Okay. But unfortunately, things ended up going downhill all because of a reality TV star. Uh, Okay, interested? Yeah, we, we enjoy spending time, but we like doing different sort of things. So... What's worked out is she she has she likes that trash reality TV. Your your wife does too, Matt. Yeah, she loves to it. To where it's good to turn off the brain and just watch. My problem is is I can't 
I get involved. I have to know who wins. I got to like it's it's exactly how it should wrap someone into it is right is with the tease and all that. What so the problem is? I can't turn off my brain and I don't want to sit there and talk and have that on. It's not good in the background for me. I need something much more. It distracts you, is what you're saying. It distracts it, it, it me. Pulls you in. Okay. Well, we reached a compromise. We found a dumb show, and while we're watching the dumb show, I can play on the Nintendo Switch. Oh. So we're hanging out in the room. We're having little talks back and forth, but doing our own thing. Unfortunately, the show we're watching, which is called uh, Traitor. Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing it. Oh, it's... I can't believe you're doing it. Traitor, like goods or no, Traitor? As in like... Betrayal. No, they, yeah, they're betrayal. not going to have a reality show called, all right, uh, would you like this box? Dude, you yeah, never know. There was a show called Cake Boss. Well, Cake <laughs> Boss is great. He's made a great point. Um, Alan Cumming is absolutely incredible as the over-the-top host in it. A bunch of people go to a castle. They're, they're hidden trades, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, is not the show and how much we actually do enjoy it. There's a girl on the show that I somehow remember from my youth because my parents were big in Survivor. Oh. Maybe it's because she's kind of MILF-like now. But I have grown a crush or a crush I've already had on Parvati, who is a reality TV star and is on this show, and it's causing problems in my relationship. Here's, here's a couple of clips of uh, Parvati so you can get to know you her. You know, I clearly know that Russell is running around talking to everyone and telling everyone the same thing. But we can either work with each other or against each other. <laughs> I do not want to work against him. Are you kidding? He's just an incredible force. With Russell, I definitely feel like I am making a deal with the devil. But I want the devil on my side. Why do they always want to vote me out? Look at her. She's cute. She's a little cutie. You love a smile and a bikini, don't you? Well, yeah. Was yeah. Took. <laughs> She's got some pretty blue eyes. And I, I, you know, I remember her from my parents watching Survivor. She's been on a couple of seasons. And. Uh, I keep talking about it. I'm like, I don't know what it is why I have such a crush on her. Like you she's ever, just, uh, she's, she's, she's just so cute. I just have such a little yeah. crush on her. And, and my fans was like, yeah. And I was like, I think it's cause she's kind of older and she has like a mom cute vibe. And you can see on her makeup that she's, she's a little like starting to have the crow's feet, but she's still beautiful. <laughs> I love the way you're complimenting this. And she's got, I don't know. There's just something about it. And then a couple days ago, do you remember my fiance goes, Oh, God damn it. I know why you like Parvati so much. She was the right age. Um, what do you think, Matt? Did you ever... Did you ever? Was she ever in your slideshow? No. No? She, not necessarily. Oh. Um, Go on. It turns no out, uh, she goes, she looks like your ex. And I go, uh, no, she doesn't. And she goes, yeah, she looks like your ex. Which ex? And then I, I pull up this picture of uh, Parvati... That's Parvati. And then I want to show you one of the only three Facebook profile pics of my ex. <laughs> so she's like, she has long That's hair. Hilarious. They're even in the same pose. I know. <laughs> long hair, blue eyes, smaller frame. I, I going to be honest with you, I don't see it. Well, I think that you must be seeing it, though. I well, didn't yeah. see it. She saw it, and then I pulled up that picture, and I was like, oh, no. I see it a little bit. Now... Uh, now it's now I can't watch the show at all. And what sucks about it, Matt, is they're they're voting like Parvati might be voted off soon. <laughs> so like, oh no! So what am I gonna do? You definitely don't find her on social media and go follow her and like her stuff. Yeah, no. do not follow her account. Well, here's what you need to do: you need to find a photo of your fiance that is in the same kind of pose as Parvati and say, "Oh, I think I like her because." Well, no, Ooh. I need. So like, the, how about this picture of your fiance? 
Why don't you? Why don't you show? Oh me? man, he just showed me a hippo. <laughs> nah, that's not nice. It well, wasn't, but it was funny. Actually, yeah. thank I you, think, Spencer. Oh, no. I think the problem why Matt Lisa not, would laugh. I think why Matt's not seeing it because see, she has those really blue I, eyes. But the faces think, okay, this are, is don't not, look alike at all. Also, what do you do? You're spending a kind of a lot of time talking into a microphone about your ex. I was ex. about to say that. Uh, the oh, day and you know her friends the, the listen. Day. Here's the thing. I just need to find a picture of my ex in a bikini. No. And then, because poverty's always look, wearing a bikini. You want to look in some of my, my chats? Oh, man. Yeah, you get, you still get those? <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's married and has a kid now. Come on, Matt. No, no, I'm talking, what? Oh, I'm talking about your current you were, fiance. B- bikini picture. Okay. All right, so is my ex better looking than poverty? No. What? Right. I can't see. I can't really even see. Is this what you were doing? You wanted to think that you dated someone hotter, hotter than a reality TV did. star. Why? You know what? I'll, all right, screw it. I'll go back to Heidi Gardner and why we can't watch SNL because I'm like, there's Heidi. I think there's she is hotter. Than Heidi. She is hotter than I can think of. She is hotter than one reality star. Uh, the situation. <laughs> Come on, man. It's got abs. <laughs> Gather round, lovers. It's time for a very HEB Valentine's. Listen, uh, if you haven't made your plans yet, you're kind of screwed, right? It's the day before. If you don't have anything figured out, you might be a little screwed. Or are you? I'm telling you, even day of. You know what You know what I do every Valentine's? Uh, go right down here to Runberg in 35, and there's and usually some somebody passing, like selling bears, <laughs> a stuffed bear. Uh, you know what? That's a good idea, because right next to that area is an HEB. I'm, I'm telling you, HEB has everything you need. Do they? They have the heart-shaped steak. They have a nice cut of flowers. They have balloons. They have cards. They have gifts. They have uh, a little, like, cheesecake. They have everything you need. So if you get home in time, you start cooking the steak, you have the flowers, you have everything out, you have the cheesecake in the oven, and it, you throw away the H-E-B receipt and do all that. But no one ever, no one will know you went to H-E-B. I, that's why I love my very H-E-B Valentine. If you were to they have cook everything a steak, I would hope that you went to a store somewhere. I well, want I'm, proof that it didn't just well, come what from yeah. off the back of a truck. I killed the cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is you can get all the stuff you need in good quality from H-E-B. And if H-E-B wants to pay me money to say this, they should. Well, damn it, I already said it. CJ, too late. Do they also have a girlfriend? Because I'm looking for one of those. You know Can what? I pick that up there. They do. <gasps> um, but what you have to do Free is samples. Woo! Is you have to buy black balloons and just say, "Yeah, my wife just died," and walk mm, around HEB no. crying. No, first of all, that's a lie. Second of all, that's not. I don't think that's a good way to get attention. Or yeah, good point. Make also, myself seem confident. Have you ever likeable. thought of just like going to an HEB and standing amongst the flowers and then just crying? <laughs> and saying, yeah, that's I miss her. Well, listen, I'll stand in the uh, the like at a bookstore. I'll just stand in the card aisle and be like, oh, no, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think we've read studies before that women do not like being approached at the grocery store, which, again, the counter to every one of those studies is women don't like being approached by ugly dudes. Oh, so maybe on. that's, yeah. maybe it depends on who's approaching. I know that's that's true. Have, taboo to say, but. Spencer, have you thought about being for, hotter? Yeah. So uh, something you can do about that? Oh, man, all the time. Uh, I've been working on it, actually. <laughs> okay, good. How's it going, you think? Well, you know what? It's I'm going to. way better, actually. Thank you. I'm hopefully going to uh, make some people single right now because here, here's the thing. With my very H E B Valentines, uh, this isn't something I would do early in a relationship. And I do think that 
the first year or first Valentine's with someone, you should do something special and nice. Okay. But if you're dating someone or married to someone that expects a goddamn extravagant restaurant dinner every Valentine's, get rid of them. That is ridiculous to have to do something on a fake-ass oh, holiday every year. Some people something like little, to do it. Something nice, but no. Yeah. Some people yeah. like to do Listen, that, so man, I guess just date that person uh, if you're into No, it. Spencer... Uh, CJ's in charge of all holidays. Oh, yes, crap. I, I am. forgot you're the, the holiday wrangler. Usually, I'm on the usually I'm on the side of the women, and usually it's the dudes screwing up relationships. But I I have too many friends. You're that only- are even married. That he's like, oh god, dude, I didn't plan like a, I didn't get us a hotel for Valentine's. Like you've been married twenty effing years. You don't have to do this every goddamn year. Well, like, I, be- I bet you wouldn't say that to Parvati. I, no, I wouldn't. I would not. I guess I would do anything oh, no. to keep her happy. But, but that's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta look past the ass and realize if you have someone who's needy and bitchy Look. about Valentine's, it's why are you that, complaining? You have a yeah, pretty relaxed feeling. I know. Seated issues going on right now. Yes. Man. Is it because no one gave you a good big old Valentine's? No, it's because I had girlfriends that were asses about this when sure. I was broke. I had one girl that was like wanted a coach purse every Christmas, and I was like, I can't afford that. Guess what? Maybe that needs to be behind you, because that's not where you are now. Maybe I need yeah. to be behind them. <laughs> no. Okay, anyhow. Not anymore. Don't dump people and date Spencer. Instead, just go to H-E-B and... Uh, Find Spencer crying in the flowers. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be at H-E-B tonight, actually, if you want to come out and look. <laughs> come I'm out not telling you which one. Get, go to H-E-B I won't be there it. long. Bring bring a Spencer home with you to spice up the relationship yeah. on Valentine's. That'll change it. Seven forty five. Go out. Good luck. I'm gonna be honest. I had a plan for this uh, chat, and I completely <laughs> forgot all of it. It's all gone. Okay. I don't know what the point of it is, is but I hope sales sends I, it. I to understand AGB. the point. The point is that you lost your temper because apparently some girl harmed you by wanting a purse. Yeah, on Valentine's. <laughs> Six things you didn't know Siri could do. The internet has never been so easy. Yeah. I don't know why I talked about uh, the six things Siri can't do here on the segment. The internet made me think of the song, uh, What Scotty Doesn't Know, which no clue how that, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I don't even remember the name of that movie, but that song popped in my head. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's move on, though, because we're talking about the internet, not uh, movies and pop culture. Six things that you didn't know Siri can do. We'll go through that. We'll talk about that, because when Siri came out, it was all fun. But, uh, Matt, you're your Apple user. Do you have Siri? Activated. I've never used Siri, I don't think. Whoa. Me neither. And I don't want to be a. I'm, you know, I've already insulted women. Y'all don't get lonely and just AI. Be like, hey Siri, are you, I don't have a. I don't are know what's like. I have an Android. I used to ask Siri really like screwed yeah. up things and take screenshots of like where does <laughs> where does this senator live? Where can I buy a gun? Like like really messed up thing. I thought it was funny. And then we had a comic friend that made some jokes about Ted Cruz and <laughs> got banned from Twitter and then got a talking to by the. Uh, uh, not the IRS. The feds. <laughs> the, Something like that. The Secret Service. Anyhow, to me, it's always old people using Siri. Really? And yeah, old, maybe technologically influential people. I don't know. Let me, maybe, so my, my girlfriend's dad, for instance, he loves having the latest, nicest, coolest stuff. He enjoys it. He's retired. So his hobby is, oh, this new speaker came out. I want to, I like playing with it. I want to learn how to use it. But they always use Siri for everything, and so does my mom. Ooh, I, man, Siri started doing something. 
Uh, <laughs> dude, I thought I turned look, it man. on. Now look, it's doing an emergency. <laughs> no, don't do that. Stop. <laughs> Hang up. Dude, these people get to live in the future. That's why they're using Siri. They're older now. But, well, you know? here's the thing with Siri to me is... That's right. They didn't get flying cars. They got a little robot that can talk to in, them. In the time that they're like, uh, Siri, what time does the HEB on Green Street close? Siri, the HEB... So by the time that I've Googled it every for everything, it's okay. kind of a funny thing because the kids, like when we're hanging out with the uh, with the you know the family, we'll Google it and we'll find it's it's right here. Are it's you, right here. Are you saying that but, Google's superior to Siri? No, I'm saying that these voice activated things, especially Siri, because Siri's not quite as intuitive and doesn't spy on you enough to make it good. Nah, it's not, it's not that great. It okay, sucks, and it's sure. just weird that when people use it because it it's not very good and it doesn't always hear you and it doesn't work right. Okay. Point okay. Of the I mean, yeah, I don't know what this. I mean, I don't use. My wife uses it uh, pretty much every day to say, "Siri, set a timer for twelve minutes." Set Siri, a reminder is not bad. A, okay. Set a timer. She said oh. does all day long uh, through her watch. I'll be honest. And we're parenting kids, and a lot of times you tell the kids, "All right, fifteen minutes," and then you go, "Siri, set an alarm for fifteen minutes." That's uh, kind of the only time I've seen it used to either set a timer or an alarm for the next day. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Let's see. Well, I guess she is listening to us all. <laughs> hey Siri, what is my name? See, I don't even have mine activated, but I did. Uh, I did have Siri. This is the one and only thing I've done. Okay, Google, are you superior to Siri? I, I would say yeah. Google's a lot better, and Google spies on you more. I'm really sad that it didn't work at all. Oh, man. Because <laughs> there's times in here where we're not even saying, okay, Google, and it sounds very similar. Sorry, by the way, listener, if that's your lifestyle choice. You know, <laughs> but oh, I God, started it. this internet segment <laughs> once again off. today. I've just completely derailed us and not gotten to point. Uh, things Siri can do. She can flip a coin, calculate your tip, read articles out <laughs> loud, find your other Apple devices, open your Apple wallet, and uh, also translate things. That's the only one on this list that I think is really cool. Siri can do quick translations, apparently. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm now turning my Siri on. Hey, Siri, set a timer for three minutes. Why are you trolling everyone right now that's listening? Hey, Siri, turn it on 101X. All right, so now I've set up Hey, Siri. I'm going to see how well it works. Hey, Siri, what time is it? God damn it, this isn't doing what I wanted to do. <laughs> I guess you were right all along, actually. Yeah, it turns out. That's okay. pretty good, dude. You're right. You made a really good point. Thank you. Hey, Siri, what is my name? It's Casey Morgan. Siri, what name did I tell you to call me? I found 28 calls. <laughs> I changed my name to Assmaster in Siri once. <laughs> And I couldn't unchange it, and that was going to be this whole bit. Hey, Siri, who is the ass master? I found this on the web. <laughs> Think AI sucks? Well, the president of AI agrees with you. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? We're going to talk about AI again. Uh, this isn't a knock on you, Matt. I'm just... You know how people, when they started talking about NFTs, we're all like, that's dumb. I've felt this way since day one of AI. I've never thought it was real. I think it's a big marketing thing. I think every time they're like, could AI destroy us? It's AI people printing. I, I don't know. I think I'm actually glad that you're talking about this. Thank you. Because Usually I ramble and you're like, shut the f 
No, Sam Altman, who's the uh, CEO yes. of OpenAI, and is essentially ChatGPT and the leader of what we're all talking about when we talk about AI and what's gotten people excited, where they're like, oh, AI, you can put it in your hands. It can do your work for you. He says, it can jack me off. <laughs> I edited that, okay. but you get the point. Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was... It, <laughs> Are you proud of yourself right now? No, I just when you get when I de- when just the disappointment you have in me sometimes is funny when you're like, all right, dude, let me get. <laughs> uh, is that a snooze in your lip? No, but it's about to be. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what is going on, man? Are you uh, so you're uh, Sam Altman of AI? <laughs> he basically said the problem is not uh, AI. We know that AI is crappy. It's that media got excited about AI. He said AI right now is in the same place that AI that cell phones were when Zach from Saved by the Bell carried around that giant cell phone in his hand with the big antenna. Yeah, he said, yeah that's where AI is. Rich and for, guys and douche guys. He said for some reason media's been picking up and promising all these things. He said, look, the promise is there, but it's a decade away. We're not getting anywhere close to it right now, and I don't know why people are expecting these things and then going, oh, I'm bored, AI isn't that great. He's like, I'm in, I'm in charge of a really important company, and I'll tell you right now, our products are crap. It's yeah. also crap. not, if, if you were to truly define it by artificial intelligence, Skynet style, that's not really what it is. It's just an intuitive well, it's, algorithm. That, it's a language yeah. model. And he said that's all we've really built it's, right now is a language model. And people need to chill. Now, yeah. that being said, University of Penn, uh, a, an Ivy League school, just came out this week and said... Yeah, we, Ivy League, if you if you, what, hey, if you can't get into Colgate, you go to Penn. Let him speak. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'm, Let, uh, uh, sorry I want to hear this, man. Listen to women. This is the stuff that gets him excited. I know it does. <laughs> Uh, the University of Pennsylvania undergraduate students off by a robot. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay, I'll stop. This is why you didn't go to college. <laughs> I did. No, you didn't. I had. I was honors. Where'd you go? Uh, okay, Texas State. Okay, thank you. <laughs> honors. What does that mean? You built the highest uh, empty beer can. I'll tell you what. Pyramid. Honors. I was on a lot of hers. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. University of Pennsylvania is offering an AI degree there. Okay. I'm done. Good. So the oh, robot okay. can get a degree. I mean, I've been oh. plenty of girls. This is the that same as a degree. Third, you it's, got a, it's a third edit now, dude. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. I hit the button. Where do you want me to go on? Your uh, face, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I guess I'm just going to go read about this on my own. <laughs> All right. I'll send you the links. <laughs> Thank you. Siri? Hey, can I ask you? Can I'll I be something? serious from There's now on. Zero artificial intelligence on this show. <laughs> or yeah, just artificial none. or natural, organic. It's all gone. I sucked it out of y'all. Oh God! I no! Should have ended it with no! That. no! Not on purpose. Did you know they've created the most pointless, frustrating game? I I don't think I could play this. Uh, Spencer, you know huh? that I love open-world games. Sure. However, the thing with my brain is I need a task. I need things to do. Spencer and I, uh, Matt, often talk about video games off-air while you're zoning out. Um, yeah, the recent, the newest Zelda game. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like to come in because Spencer's already played it. He's, he's ahead of me on that. I like to come and say, hey, man, I just got into, I'm really doing shrine quests right now. My mission is to find shrines, but I've started, like, blending these weapons. And he's like, oh, yeah. And, he's, and I was like, I tried to take over this village. And he's like, yeah, that village was hard, right? Uh, but we got to have missions. I have missions. Well, did you know they created a multiplayer game called The Endless Forest? 
Have you heard of this, Spencer? No, not yet. Uh, it's called The Endless Forest. The player is a deer in a peaceful forest. There are no goals. There's uh, no ability to chat. I just looked it up. I've seen pictures from this. You're just a deer in a forest. It's a deer with like a human face. <laughs> it's almost like a meditation. It's kind of scary. I guess, looking. but... I, what do you do? Did you, did you all ever hear that game Sea Man from uh, the Dreamcast? It was basically a fish with a human's face. That's kind of what it looks around. like, but for a deer. You're supposed to raise the fish. It was weird. You have like a microphone yeah. and can talk to it. It's just a weird hybrid, like experimental game. You, you know what I know about this Endless Force game where there's no goal or ability, like there's no competition or something? I know as a little boy, we would find ways to make games of, out of any and everything. Right. And then sometimes... The game itself became making the rules for the game. Okay. Yeah. I remember once having uh, friends over, and I had a female roommate, and we were playing some kind of weird wall ball thing, and like every time someone would find an angle or get too good, we would stop and change the rules to make sure. it like more equitable and be like, oh, well, that didn't make sense that we made yeah, the no, roof. I remember playing a game with we, a narcissist. We can't make the roof. It's it's not that. Oh, it didn't right. make oh, man. Right. Come on, man. I'm just busting your balls. Oh. Go on. This game but, looks like it's probably considered one of those games as art type games where there's not a directive, sure. but it's like, I don't even know how to explain that without sounding pretentious, but... It's multiplayer. I guess you would make up your own things with the people you came across in the woods. Hey, yeah. look at that other weird-looking deer. <laughs> hey, they, you want a frolic? What they should do <laughs> is if if this then, is an online on. multiplayer game can and I'm, leave, I'm the owner, can, you, you should start adding stuff in to gaslight players. Like to, what? <laughs> well, just have like a little gnome that comes up and like talks to only you, and then you'll be like, hey, guys, did y'all see that gnome? Oh, man. Like just start messing with like one person. Dude, it'd be cool if they had like uh, rare events where there's like a hunter and you guys go. <laughs> Like, you know, run you away. Run or from like, it, yeah. <laughs> Is this still Did You Know? Yeah, no, oh, sorry. I know, I just want to pile on. Did You Know? Uh, you're aware of uh, Penn and Teller, aren't you? The magicians yes, in sure. Las Vegas. They're kind of fun. They like to uh, debunk a lot of stuff. They uh, they designed their own video game in 1995. Are you guys uh, 1995? You, do you guys remember this? I do. What is it called? It was called, called Desert Bus. Yes. It's an eight-hour game that you have to drive a bus. That's it. You drive uh, where's a it bus. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you drive it through the desert from Tucson to Vegas, and you can't even leave it. If I recall correctly, you can't. You can't stop. There's impossible to cheat. But you drive a bus through desert scenery with nothing going on, and when you get all the way to your destination, you have to turn around <laughs> and drive back to where you started from. It's called Desert Bus, and they just wanted to give people the feeling of being a bus driver yeah. on this terrible route that they were yeah. on one and, time. Uh, did yeah. you know? Fun fact: I know about the game. There's a slight. Like the bus is slightly off, like the the, the so you can't just leave it on it's, the straight what's it, road. What's it called? The alignment. Alignment. Right. So you have it's to like keep it's steering. It's impossible it. to cheat. You have to keep steering it. You the have entire to pay time. attention and drive it. Uh, yeah, for eight hours. See, I like little things like that. It's called it's art. It's experimenting. I it's guess fun. so, but it's also it's ridiculous. Just stressful. <laughs> Desert bus. Man, y'all didn't tell me we we're doing video game stuff. Yeah, I keep, brought hit, one keep in. hitting refresh on our secret Did no, You Know website. I have this one that we can end with. I guess that's pretty cool. Did you know a pig named Pig? Pegasus was nominated for U.S. Presidency in 1968. Ah, oh, Pegasus! Uh, the anti-war activist responsible demanded that the pig be treated as candidate, including having security, access to briefings, etc. But Pegasus and his team were finally arrested during a rally and charged with disturbing the peace and bringing a pig to Chicago. Oh, really? man. Yeah. Was it an illegal thing that bring back to the day? Did, did the old stock guards? Yes, stock. Here's a kind of a benefit that the pig had. A uh, pig even in pig years, was under 70. So it was a real... Could, could, <laughs> could have actually yeah. won. I don't know about daily Chicago. Uh, speaking of pigs running for office, uh, did you know, gentlemen, I thought I was. I thought about uh, filing for mayor 
Um, but then realized even though I was doing it as a bit, I could get uh, legally in a lot of trouble. You have to get kicked off the show. Yeah, if yeah. I officially filed but still kept doing the radio show, I could get in trouble even though I'm doing it as a bit. Right. So I'm not going to run for mayor. Thank God. Yeah. We need you. Here. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Oh, you know, that's a good... Hold on. Time out. Sorry to extend this. Did you know? I forgot we talked about this before, that if I file for candidacy, I don't have to work, but they can't fire me legally. But I... You know what I mean? So this is a way for me to just... But you literally have to do a bunch of other stuff to prove that you're... No, I don't. I just got to file, and then... I have a job. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Why? Where's your proof of that? Yes, they do. It's just I'm saying it more than you. (laughs) Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X.